Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Audio Frontier. Heels are what from our sponsors. Keep 100% If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for their services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. That was G4 Claims. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, uh, it's up to me to do the intro for the guest this week. And he's no stranger to the show, boys. Not only did he play for Dundee United, not only did he play for MK Don St. Johnson, he played for the mighty, mighty Bairns. He was bottom of the quiz leaderboard. He got back at Christmas time with four points. Please welcome David McCracken, everyone. Hey. Great to have you back, Cracks. Great to have hey, you so back. So, Cracks, we'll just go straight to the quiz, mate, right? So, uh... <laughs> right, first things first, mate. No pressure. I want, I want to know this and I want the honest truth for you. Where the fuck happened at Falkirk? Oh, aye. Well, if I was to go into it and give you some detail, then, you know, I'd probably get into trouble, mate. But, uh, ah, it's all right, mate. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, both of us were gutted the way it ended up, you know what I mean? We were, we were doing all right, still top of the league, and, uh, you know, the, the last two results and the performances, you know I mean? Hold your hands up and say the performances were were terrible as well, uh, but still, you know, there were still games there to, to get us up. And, uh, that was probably the worst bit, you know, and just not having that trust in us to, to finish the job off. So it's football, I mean, it's, it's cutthroat and we know that, you know what I mean? And... Uh, seen it in other positions as well, you know what I mean, where boys are getting promotion and still getting smashed at the job, so that is what it is, you know, and it's one thing that you're guaranteed with management is to, to get us out, so. Did, did, uh, did you lose Did you lose the dressing room? Did I lose it? I don't know. Did you lose the dressing room? No. <laughs> did you? He didn't have a dressing room, it was COVID. Well, <laughs> well, we didn't, we honestly don't think so, no, because a lot of conversations we had after we left, you know, we found that boys were there was a lot of other stuff going on that we didn't know about that that was possibly affecting what we were trying to do. So uh, that's probably as far as I can go into it. But um, can you, you know, I mean, it, it was disappointing. I absolutely the, loved it. Loved the job. He needs to go and pay a visit down at Brockville. 
Okay. <laughs> it's alright, I'm going down there at night times and that. Facts, Toll's only second pint in the room, man. He could head down the noon. Ready to Smash shit up down there, mate. I'll take that gazebo down there, brother. What about Big Lee? How's he getting on? Brilliant eye, big man. He's the same. He. He took a wee bit of time out, and then obviously there was an offer for East Kilbride, so he uh, took the opportunity to continue trying to play in that. So he's doing all right. He picked up a wee injury there, so um, but he's also going into the, the barbering side. So I've seen that, man. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. He's, he's offering that. Doing business and stuff like that, but He's offering, he's offering that uh, resolution to a problem that I've got. Aye. Aye. No, well, that is... The probably the weirdest way up for a hairdresser to, to act, you know what I mean? But he's he's often to put hair back on people's heads. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's outstanding as well. He showed me uh, firsthand what it's like, and uh, told honestly, you need to get yourself. Is it, in does it like a part? Aye, honestly, it's different. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm honestly considering. I'm loving. I'm loving how. Before we start this interview, we did mention it and told us, ah, nah, man, but dude, he's like, is it looking well, for, 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 folk that, for folk that don't know, it is basically a glue. It's a hair, it's a hair replacement. Uh, he glues the hair to the heat, doesn't he? Aye. But it looks tremendous. It looks like, it looks like uh, John's hair, which is real. <laughs> is, right. it, is it like Maury and Goodfellas, but man? No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the pool fucking tested against hurricane winds. <laughs> I, I just love the... I love the fact that, you know, usually the, the way to go for footballers, you know, after their career was, you know, pub or a taxi diver. Cracks, you're now an estate agent's lease mm-hmm. opening a barber's now as well. I love that. Aye, so, you know, for Lee's point of view, through lockdown and all that kind of stuff, he's got four boys cutting all the boys' hairs and that and, and quite enjoyed it. So that's where he, you know, he, he went down that route. Myself, again, something different. You know, after the Falkirk job, I put in for a couple of jobs get interviews, never get the job. And then I thought to myself, right, what's happening here? I can't continue to, to keep doing this. So what else is I going to be in? In the past kind of 10, 12 years, I've always had a second job. I've always had something alongside football. But, you know, I want to get, now get in the position where it's probably going to flip itself, where the property side of it will be my main source of income and something that I'm going to kind of build in the next 20, 30 years. Um, and, and once the opportunity comes back up with football, then I'll get back into it. But, you know, it's not going to be the main... The main priority, so to speak, um, it's not going to be at a line. So, and having a football job, so um, aye, so it's you know it started really good, had uh, loads of interest, you know, sold a few properties and you know different kind of different ways of working it as well. So it's uh, it's brilliant. It's something different uh, away from football as well. So something uh, <laughs> it's, it's really a, it's really a seller's market just now as well, isn't it? So this home's under the hammer. We're on here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alright, sorry for showing an interest in your fucking job. Have <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you saw that Sailing Sunset? That's what it reminds me of. Oh, Netflix, Sailing Sunset. Never said that, no? Aye, that's madness, aye. Aye. aye God, selling properties for fucking five million quid, not that. But see, I watched that and I thought, how do you get into that? And you've actually got yourself into it. How do you get into that? Aye, so, well, that actually came about um, through the PFA. So, Gary Wales, that used to play with Hearts, striker, so... He's once he retired, he got it properly, uh, probably best part of ten years ago, and he he's done a bit of surveying and whatever. But he now works in it as an associate, similar to what, I, what I'm doing as well with a company, Keller Williams, who's an American real estate company. They're, they're predominantly a training company, but they've got a massive real estate site to it as well. So he done a quick uh, 
kind of podcast type with, with some of the PFA members, just explaining what he does. It's a possibility, a, a different career for some boys. Um, and, and at that point, I was already looking for something to get into. Um, on that side, possibly a, a property franchise or something. And the you know the expense or the kind of fees getting into it was a lot better. So I get a few calls with Gary um, and then get set up through that as well. So, um, you know, as you're saying, Chris, it's a good, it's a you know, a seller's market. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to be there now for a, an estate agent as well with the amount of transactions that are going through as well. So uh, it's working really well and I'm enjoying it. It's good. Brilliant, mate. You, you were saying before that there, Cracks, you were talking about like before you get into the property game, you put a few applications in for various jobs as obviously as a manager. Are you doing it just yourself or is like, are you and Lee going to get the band back together again? He's going to go in together again? What do you think? Are you guys go yourself if you go into it? I would... Again, we, we spoke about this and it's different circumstances as well. You know, for instance, he's he's still playing, um, you know, so it would need to be him coming away for that or it would depend on the job as well. You know, what are they looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the ones I actually went for. You know, there was mention of that. Tell um, me this one. Did you go for the Dunfermline job? No. No. Right. Well done, cracks. Well done. Good man. <laughs> Purely because I knew... Like somebody else was getting it, so there was no point going for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, cracks. You, you, you didn't go for it because you're a Falkirk man through and through, that's why. <laughs> Here, the, I, I've, I've, asked this, I've asked this before to look managers that, but I always think it's interesting. How do you apply? <laughs> what I've always wanted to know is, like, what do you do? Do you just find out the chairman's address or something like that and then send, do you write up a letter? Do you get your missus to double check it? What do you do? No, so aye, there's there's obviously different ways. You know, you you need to try and get in touch with somebody at the club that's dealing it, whether it be the chief exec, the chairman. Um, it always helps to know somebody that can get you, you know, a, can I pass on a word for you, so to speak. Um, so I so people talk about it's no what you know, it's who you know in football and all that kind of stuff. And I think in any business, you know, that definitely helps. You know, what I mean, if you can be passed on through somebody else, you know, as a recommendation, then it, it helps your helps your gig straight away. So, um, I so try to get that, and then once you get to the interview process, then it's it's up to yourself. It's up to you to kind of charm them, showcase what you're doing. Charm them. Obviously, I need to work on. So, aye. <laughs> you need, did you go for interviews as well, or was it just straight KBs through the phone or, or through letter? Or, <laughs> well, I, got, I, I did. I got one interview with, with a club. Um, and then they went well, there. Did you, no, but let me ask you, is it nerve-wracking? Like, do you need to shake the horns before it? Is it like a proper job interview and all that? Like, my strengths are, well, what, I'm good. I'm a good team player. <laughs> I'm good at motivating. Is it all tell, like that? Tell me, David, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> like that. It, was, it was different because it was it was like this. It was on Zoom. So oh. you can engage the emotion as well. And, you know, you can't kind of... Was uh, it mere, mere or less professional than this? Uh a wee bit mere, aye. Uh, just a wee bit, just a wee bit. I know it's hard, just a wee bit. Aye, just a wee bit. But it is, but see how, like, um, like, so, like see when you're auditioning and doing self-tapes, rather than walking in, you want to walk in and, and give, them the, give them the full show. How are you doing? A bit of charm. How you doing? 100% man, see, doing it like a self-tape, aye, you're doing an interview online, it's not the same. You can't engage same. it. A hundred percent. You can't fully showcase what you're about. You can't show them your energy by sitting and you've you've got a headshot or somebody talking mm. to you. It's not the same. Hundred percent. 
No, because if my agent phones me and goes, right, you're in addition, yourself tape me, you're like, oh, it's the worst. It's horrible. Need to make sure the Wayne's on the make noise in the background, get the message to just like, read the other parts and all that. And it's, a it's white horrible. background. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. And having to act in front of your missus, no, that's quite embarrassing, I know, isn't it? A wee bit, isn't it? It's a bit awkward. Because <laughs> I'm just waiting going, this is shite. This is shite. Why did you do that, John? You're putting on your best Marlon Brando, you know what I mean? Uh, you get I, I didn't want him on the night and see after about an hour I went you think I'm shite didn't you <laughs> <laughs> God, don't send what? that my missus winds me up man she does when I date she goes you really going to date like that for <laughs> oh, fuck's sake I she's actually, actually good I think some of the self tapes I've sent in they've went who's that reading other lines <laughs> It's like cracks his missus when he's going to show her house, she's like, you weren't that? <laughs> do, you know, do you know I think they'll suit the heels, no? Well, <laughs> <laughs> cracks, right, looking back on your career, you've had you've played for a good few teams. You've played under Ian McCall at United. Right? That must you must have some stories about McCall. McCall, I he was an absolute like bomb scare, I thought, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't massively go on with McCall, if I'm being honest. I nearly, uh-huh. had, a go, I nearly had a square go in Marbella once, you know. Aye. <laughs> Tell us spill, about spill. That. Spill. <laughs> this guy, um, he came in and like, it was very different from what, what it was before. Um, but, you know, with things started to change, started to play a bit better, brought in a good number of players, we cares and all that. And, you know, a lot of boys for Falkirk as well. Um, and we done well. And I think it was the year we, we get in the top six. The club took us away for a trip. Uh, kind of golfing trip and it was one of the ones I'm, I'm saying we were nearly square bone twos were absolutely buckled you know what I mean uh, in Marbella and, and I don't know where it came from but he started to give me a bit so then I was like let's go then you know what I mean like uh, he was just one of the ones you know having to calm things down and then that was it kind of handbags you know what I mean handbags <laughs> fun. that was it but uh, Aye, ah, he's, he's training all that. He, as I say, he brought something completely different. Brought him, uh, we Tony Dot and, and Coyle was there as well on Coyle. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot a lot of energy about there. You know what I mean? He used to still get involved in training and all that, which at times was good because you get an opportunity to absolutely smash him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he came in and try and meg people and try and stick it in the tap bin and all this kind of stuff, but he was just getting leathered a bit, so... <laughs> Imagine walking, imagine holding my bear man, just walking down like near the beach or something. You see cracks in the corner, swinging golf clubs at each other. You want a bit? You want to go for it? <laughs> have you have you actually punched another football player in the nose before? And in the nose. It's very specific. Well, anyway, I just have you actually punched somebody in, in the changing room? Uh, I've not had any scraps in the changing room or that. No. Have you seen somebody punch somebody? Ah, yeah, I don't know. That's I seen somebody getting scalped with an iron before. Seriously? <laughs> when I was at United, to be fair, again, it was a, I think it was a pre-season trip, and one of the boys, I don't know what I name him, name him but um, he uh, took, been out swelling that during the day, and then came back, he had changed, and obviously one of the boys uh, getting ready, and he was just taking a bit of stick, and he's just fucking lost it, went for it, and he's like, try to attack the boy with an iron. Oh, <laughs> fucking Trevor Fee Stenders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you like gravy, son? <laughs> just the same as everything. I mean, there's shit that happens all the time, but again, it's just handbags, to be fair. See, when you were at United, was Jim McLean in charge still? 
Aye, aye, aye. So when I signed, well, when I joined for school, it was we Tom McLean that was the manager and Jim McLean was still the, the chairman, aye. He was brilliant, by the way. Like, aye. proper old school. You know what I mean? He'd, he didn't know whether he'd have a laugh with him or be scared of him, to be fair. Aye. We got for lunch and that and we morning that would have the rules made and all that kind of stuff. But just right behind the kitchen was his, his office, was the chairman's office. And uh, you'd be trying to dart up there and get your own on that so he wouldn't see you. <laughs> man, you. That's what I mean. You don't know whether he was going to have a laugh here or else he absolutely hammered you. Casey judged you for getting a double. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, no, but he's like, again, like one of the ones where you've got massive respect for him just because of who he was Aye. and all that kind of stuff as well. And then, he, then he goes and leathers somebody, you know? <laughs> That's right. Stay John Barnes, remember? Aye, John Barnes. Barnes. Remember the one, you only an excuse, didn't you? Aye. Put your gear in a piece. In a piece. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great video, isn't it? Even to watch back now, isn't it? Oh, John Barnes, the punch bag. Who was the scrappy Levine anyway? Did they no fancy at United? And were you gutted that you had to leave? Nah, well, it was one of the ones where I'd been there for so long that uh, the year before it, I had an opportunity to leave and go to Hibs, but because they'd offered me a contract and that, so the whole kind of uh, compensation thing came in, and Hibs ended up, uh, I think they ended up with a boy Bamba, was it? So so Bamba. Up, Hibs, not, so not a bad I, substitution, eh? <laughs> so, um, but then when Levine came in, that year we weren't doing so well, so then he, he had said to everybody, look, Anybody that's out of contract, you know, there's no negotiation, there's nothing getting done before the near the end of the season. Um, and I kind of got to the point just before Christmas where I kind of forced the issue a wee bit and, and kind of wanted to find out. And he was upfront and honest. He said to us, you know, he says, Look, I think you've been here a long time. I think it'd probably be better for you to get a change, get away from here. He says, You're not getting tested anymore. You're no, you don't look as though you've improved any in the, in the past year or so, which was absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, but it was good with it. And he said to me, he says, look, you still play. He says, you're not going to get bombed out of there and that kind of stuff. And, you know, if there's people that need to come and watch, you know, I'll be able to tell you when you're playing and stuff as well. So mm-hmm. that was, it was fine and it, and it was the right, it was the right decision at the time. Aye. He seems like a decent enough guy, Craig Levine. We've had him on the show before. Friend of the show. He's brilliant. He's probably, he was up there with one of our favourite guests. Apart from the crack, out. apart from cracks. He was up there with cracks. Aye. Aye. Who's that? Cracks yeah. been on this yeah. show, Merlin Grado. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, that's true. That's what it is. That's what you've done, actually. What about when you were doing South End Cracks? Was that just like a fresh start for you? Did you was enjoy it? Good? So that was, aye, so that was it. That was at that point, you know what I mean? Where. <laughs> I think you'd listen to a couple of things at home, by the way. I'll tell you later. That was at that point where, you know, I had a, a couple of other offers, maybe St. Mirren at the time, we got McPherson and. And maybe I cut things abroad in Sweden and that, but they were my kind of trial basis. And I thought myself, the young, my oldest, she was she was just kind of on the, the verge of kind of going to school and that. So I thought myself, nah, get away from Scottish football because I was still playing against the same teams with similar players who, mm. you know, I was having good games in some games and then coming up against somebody else and having a shocker just continuously. So I had to get away. So I, so down to England um, and it was good. It was brilliant. You know, a lot of questions at the time why I moved for, you know, the kind of Premier League of Scotland down to League Two in England. Um, mm-hmm. Very standard, it, wasn't it? Very different. It wasn't. It? No, and that's that was my kind of biggest thing. Football doesn't really change much, you know what I mean? And throughout the league, 
you had, you had teams that were trying to pop it, you know, try to play it for the back and, and play right. And, you know, then you, the majority of teams who had a big striker up front with a small one off it, get it up to the big striker and then get runs off it and, and kind of flood the midfield and all that. So uh, it didn't really change much. For me, it was more the physicality aside of things because, you know, even for, for the, the point of Dundee United, going down to Wickham Wanderers, the, the difference was unbelievable. Dundee United, we used to go to the stadium, get changed, uh, and then going, you know, you'd go to the training ground or a kind of training pitch. It might be a junior pitch. You need to go and set the goals up or that kind of stuff. The gym was basically a few like 1945 weights that you had to put together in the, in the back room for where the physios room was. You know what I mean? Whereas we'd do it at Wickham, they'd, uh, they'd their own training facility, they'd uh, about three or four grass pitches. Inside, did a massive gym with offices up the stair. Uh, you'd, you'd your own chef. You went in the morning, gave them your breakfast. You go to your lunch, or that kind of stuff. So there was, you know, people talking about you know taking down the leagues and all that kind of stuff. No. Whereas the standard was actually so much better than than what was happening at Dundee. Did, did you did you play with Big Akin Fenwood in there? No, I played against him a number of times. I think he was that uh, big boy. No big boy. Yeah. Did you? Did... You're right about the physicality side of it, then, aren't you? <laughs> He's a big bit of a boy, isn't he? Did aye, you did, did you get paid? Did you get paid more down in England? Where did you get your biggest yes. wages down in England? Was it down in England, aye? Like aye. big, big, big differences. Did you notice? I well, even even for, for moving for United down to Wickham, my wage went up. You know what I mean? So so even for that point of view, where you're going for what people perceive to be a, a bigger and better league, I stepped in, but this I deny, but the financial side it went up. Aye. So it's not a step down at all. I would, I, don't, I can't imagine folks saying that up here. I'm surprised there was folk that reacted like that to you. I think some people up here would be, a team like United, people up here are blinkered thinking like the Premier League up here is at the end of the creme and you're going to somewhere like Wickham, they would go, what? They would, aye, mate. What's that? What's that? Like, I don't even know they had a football team. Aye, mate, to be honest, I wouldn't, what you've said, the, the facilities down there, I wouldn't expect a team like Wickham to have that. No, I know. I, you know I mean? a, lot, a lot wouldn't they? You know what I mean? Because he... Again, just that perceiving of the size of a club you're going to and where it is, and you know, a lot of people hadn't even heard it. Um, no. but aye, that's that's the way it was, eh? mate. You were voted in the League Two team of the year when you were promoted with Wickham, mate. That must have felt good. That, but if you're going down there, going fresh start, and you're in the team of the year, do you know what I mean? Brilliant, aye, aye. So, the, the first year, uh, with Paul Lambert, so we done fairly well, get into the playoffs, and then get put off the uh, Stockport. And then there was a few other issues going on, I think, with, with Lambert and the club, and he ended up leaving. And then Peter Taylor came in. Um, Peter was brilliant, you know, very open, and he brought me into a lot and uh, because I was a club captain. But by that year, you know, we became a, a team that were really hard to beat. I think, we'd, I think we went the first part of the season or something like 19 games un, unbeaten or something like that. It was us in Liverpool, and then we ended up getting beat. They, and then they get beat the game after, but... The number of clean sheets we got that year as well, um, which was great. And I think that kind of, you know, moved forward into the, the kind of uh, team of the year and all that kind of stuff as well. But it was brilliant. I we obviously get promotion that year. Um, the club took us away on a trip to Vegas and that, which was unbelievable. Trip so, to wow. Vegas. Aye, aye. The hotel did you stay in? Uh, the Mirage. Oh, mm. now you're talking. Nah, I have that somewhere else sometimes. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that was brilliant, man. Right on cue, man. As soon as you're asked at the chair, man. I sit straight back in. No kissing, boys. No kissing. Trip to Vegas. That's all right, isn't it? 
that was a kind of... Uh, <clears throat> because we get promoted and stuff like that, it was boy Steve Hayes, um, who was a, the kind of chief executive at the time. He paid a large percentage of it, so... Aye, brilliant, what a trip. Still, still talking about it with boys, aye. Yeah, I want to know, see Paul Lambert, was he... Like team talks and all that, was he just like trying to be Martin O'Neill? I see, do you know what? It's, it's mad because a lot of people ask us, and and I never seen it or I never noticed it until I was probably there about three or four months and somebody said to me, Is he just like Martin O'Neill? And I'm until <laughs> I've no idea, I don't know what Martin O'Neill's like, uh. right? But yeah, it makes it a lot of work but then they were saying, like, you know, just his actions and the way he talks and the way he moves and all that. So then I started to kind of notice this, and it does. Honestly, see where Martin O'Neill was just on the touchline, he'd be like, he picks his sleeves and all that. <laughs> 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 Who is it that says that he was just slowly morphing into Martin O'Neill again? Who was it we had on? Was it Jackie McNamara? I think ja- Jackie, Jackie McNamara. It was Jackie McNamara, yeah, he says he is. Just I... morphing into Martin O'Neill day <laughs> by day. Once you, once you like, looked for it, 100%, aye, you know, kind of body movements and all that kind of stuff, and the, the way you used to uh, eat and all that as well, it was mental. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the only mannerisms I've ever done is that, that kind of pervy German manager that's so scratched in his Oh, whack, whack him, love, man. <laughs> I bet he, went, he, went for the, he went for the boss, didn't he, to the nose quite a lot, John? Yeah, he went to the arse and everything. A wee cheeky sniff and all that after. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm raising him and being back here, man, in case I get caught doing something like that, man. I do, that's terrible for it, man. He scratches and sniffs oh, all the time, man. don't you? <laughs> Fucking nostrils are massive, man. <laughs> anyway, here, what about Wanyama? Smash your face up. Hi, brilliant, huh? Fucking hell. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that, that day, man, just, I didn't even know what happened at the time. All right, but it came in, Boner came in and somebody's cleared it up there. And I'm just concentrating on the ball. And I went like to, to try and put it back into the box. And as I've went there, he's came up the way. Bang. Like wow. smash. What I heard was just it was like a massive screech through my ear. Oh and no. I felt, and then well, I had to get back up again. Next thing I knew the fizzle was on. And he's looking at me and I'm like, ah, it's all right, to be fair. I've just put a dunt in my face. And he's like, ah, it's all right. He says your eyes nearly hanging out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So, so basically then, what you're saying is it was your fault, eh? <laughs> <laughs> But I should put my head where it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? So, um, aye, that was that. Fractured my cheekbone in uh, three places. So Did you have to wear one of the mad Batman masks when you come back? Aye, for a while, but it was pointless. Did it make you feel like a superhero on the pitch, but? Um. <laughs> I think I'd do that. Like, I would much rather know where something like that because I think it just attracts attention. I know if I'm coming up against a striker and he's coming on with a mask on his face, first thing I'm going for is his face. His face. You know what I mean? Aye, but aye. Trying, you know, no, no intentionally try to hurt him, but, you know, in, intimidate him or he kind of put him off the game because... Aye, yeah, put, put a marker on me. Aye, aye, and it's, you know, it was one of the ones that took a, a while to get back because even running, when I was running, it felt as though my fucking face was bouncing about all over the place just because of the bruises. That's what Toll feels in her, she's had a pint and a half. I've had a pint and a half, I feel as if I should be wearing a Batman mask. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, see, obviously, when you, well, you were, before you came back up to Scotland, you were down south, you played with Demetrio, uh, under Demetrio, didn't you? No. No, he signed me. He signed me, but no, no, don't, don't, it's all right, he signed me, but I never actually met him. No, she is. No. I'm fucking gutted about that, man. I didn't know what he was like. Aye, so so that was after uh, Wickham. So MQ, I was speaking to MQ Dons and a couple of other clubs, and, and Wickham were trying to re-sign me. And then I went to uh, see the stadium and that, and it was the, the assistant, Eddie, 
Eddie Newton, I think, is it? Um, so he'd showed me about the training facilities and uh, the stadium, met the, the chairman, Pete Winkleman, who's who's an absolute nutcase man. on. Well, Claudia like, Stad, isn't it? Aye, honestly, what a guy. But, um, <laughs> Is that a joke? He, <laughs> Claudia Winkleman. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop ringing. Toe looks like he's on a stag down, man, when you watch him on there. <laughs> I'm having an earth tear here, by the way. Bottom. It's his birthday today, by the way, Cracks. Is it? Aye, it's his birthday, mate. I didn't want to mention it because he cunts have been ripping the piss at me. This is the only point of the show, he's no fucking mentioned it. That's me 19 now, mate. I can finally go down and get that hair transplant. He's fucking. We should chat together and get it for him for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shout. Oh, no, Gredo's Gredo's already bought me my lunch. You're on the phone for a John, me and you'll get my hair done. Yeah. Why, right. why don't we do a GoFundMe to get the <laughs> for Toll's hair, man, for Lee Miller? We'll, we'll just do a live show and Aye. I'll get it after proceeds. But, but, no, but hold on, right now, listen, this actually might work out pretty good. What I would they as? Aye, but what would they as? Would they But the punters need to pick what type of hair you jump over. Henrik Larson back in the day. Exactly, man. Aye, aye, you're only takes something like I get some before you can take it off again. So you're not right. But imagine what a buzz it would be for a laugh, wouldn't it? Oh, mate, the Jack getting a Jack Greeley. Yeah, honestly, see if you got Jack Greeley's hair with the headband and all that. By the way, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I'd leave the house if I get that one. I think there's mileage in this. We need to get we need to get the punters involved in this. We'll talk about this once cracks is off. This is there's mileage in this, mate. Right, well, if Lee's doing me a haircut, you're going to get me a house. <laughs> right, cracks, we'll get to the, the part of the interview John wants to get to, right? We'll talk about your time you come up playing at Falkirk, right? Right, getting to, like, the cup final under Peter Houston. Was it one of the happiest times of your career playing for Falkirk? Ah, it was brilliant. Honestly, the, the, the early course of the four years, you know, every year we were involved in something, whether it be the playoffs for, you know, three years or, or the cup final and that. The, the worst part about it is just no no doing it, no completing any of them, you know what I mean? So no winning the, the cup or, or no getting promotion, which was mm-hmm. which was devastating, to be fair. Because um, we, <clears throat> especially with, with Husty, we ended up a team that just never knew we were beat, to be fair. You know, we're getting into it, didn't matter who we're playing. Good you know, through the seasons with like Rangers, Hearts, Hibs in the league. We, you know, financially and that, we'd need right to be challenging with anybody. You know what I mean? But it was some brilliant games against Rangers and that, especially the Falkers. The, the Rangers game where Rangers were 2 nothing up and he's come back and, he, was it two and he's come back and won 3-2. I think it was. Yeah, I I mean, that was a great game. Aye, it, obviously, it was a great game watching it as a Celtic fan, mm-hmm. but it was actually... A great game of football. You want to say a great game of football? Watch the game against Hibs in the playoff. That, I mean, that was one of the most amazing. I watched that too. Oh, the most, one of the most amazing mm-hmm. games of football I've ever watched, and it? it was just, it just incredible. Was incredible. It? Oh God, I. Was it three two game on Friday night? Friday yes, night it was. was I scored me, in the last minute. Remember, Bob McHugh. The, boy, the boy scored. The I just I, for the edge. Who was it scored? Bob McHugh. I had just finished night. work and I picked the boys up and I'd, I'd an empty that night. So Mrs. was it and the Waynes were at their grannies and we got. A, Few babies and that sat down sitting there half time. That half time we're two 0 up. Sitting there going, was it half time two 0 I don't remember this game, man. Uh, it was. Uh, I can't ah, remember. Was it one one? I think I'll get in. I'll get pumped. Not because Rangers were winning two 0 I'm uh, sure. Oh no, yeah. I'm talking about the Habs game. I'm talking about the Habs game. I wasn't getting a carry away watching Habs game. Fuck's sake! Damn! Me and the boys Habs Falkirk game and eight boys just coming in. Get him out of it. We've got a Habs Falkirk game on on the big screen. 
Oh, aye. well, I can't even all seven minutes by the Mackay nine. Is this the same game, aye? And then 79 minute Alston Hippolyte. Alston scored a cracker. Yes, he did. Where Alston scored a cracker. It was a fucking horrible night. Barry, <laughs> Barry Mackay, there's that's another barber, barber. He's a barber now too. Is he? In America? No, no, in America. I just think I'm about here now. Anyway, remember we had David McCracken on the show. <laughs> <laughs> here, David, do you still date your... Um, obviously, we've been through this before, but if people don't know, McCracken was my personal trainer for the match with Drew Galloway was in it? November 2015. Bear in mind, this was six years ago, <laughs> four stones ago. <laughs> But he got me into the shape of my career, and I'm just wondering, surely you've not gave that up because you've you done well, man. You fucking transformed I, me. I saw you like the start of the American hang me. Four stone in five years ago, <laughs> the American Declaration of Independence. Dax, <laughs> <laughs> it's been great talking to you again, having you on the show, mate. Honestly, it's for the third time. I mean, who? We had Bob Malcolm on twice, we had Cracks on twice, so yeah. Cracks is winning. Cracks has been on three but cracks, you know, you know, like the last time you were on, you don't get to leave the show until you've done the quiz. <laughs> right, right. Like, come on, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna get better than four. You know, hey, By hey, way, you might be all right here. You might be all right, mate. Right. You might be all right. We've got a wee, wee leaderboard here, right? David Martindale, who I don't think you'll catch. He's on sixteen, right? Wow. I don't even know 16 answers. <laughs> I'll tell you something, we're not getting told reading the questions out of this. He's pissed, ma'am. No, you know? I'll be alright. No. <laughs> Let me do the questions. He's big white eyes. I'll be alright. Let me do the questions, right? David Martindale's top is 16. Joint second, it's John Sutton, Chick Young, and Hamilton's Scott Martin, all on 15. Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley are third with 14. Other selected scores include Charlie Adam on 10. Richard Foster on eight, Marvin Andrews on five, and Barry from EastEnders on four. At the bottom, it's singer-songwriter Callum Beatty with one. Hang the time you were on before, you are on four as well, so technically you need to try and beat yourself here, because you're the same as Barry for EastEnders on four. <laughs> right, so any more than four is a, a great result Aye, here. aye. But remember, you can't pass. You must give an answer, even if you don't know, you must give an answer. I remember the last time, but... So <laughs> <laughs> just for John, Toe's going to I'll ask, I'll ask you questions oh, is, Are we going to leave Chris in charge uh, of the questions? Here we go right, Okay, so 90 seconds start now Who's currently top of the Scottish Premier League? Rangers Which club had a bid rejected for Martin Boyle this week? <laughs> Aberdeen Barry Ferguson is the current manager of which club? Alwa how many goals did you score for Falkirk? Oh, seven. Which club are Celtic trying to sign Josip Juranovic from? I don't know. I don't know. I heard it this morning, I don't know, and I can't. I can't you see a club, Leisure Warsaw. Leisure Warsaw. Warsaw, I Leisure Warsaw. What was the Rangers B score uh, against Gretna at the weekend? For fuck's sake. 2 uh, 1. Which Scottish team are famous for singing Love is in the Air? Dundee United. In what season did you play for Bristol Rovers? Oh, 2011. Who are the current Europa League Cup holders? They beat Man United in the final. Uh, Chelsea. Name one of the Scotland men's team all... Sorry, name one of the Scotland men's team all-time top leading scorers. <laughs> We don't understand the question. But okay. <laughs> who's, the, who's the top goal scorer of all time for Scotland? Um, 
Kenny Douglas. Which junior side play their games at Time. Watford Park? Well, he's asked the question. I've started, so I'll finish. Aye. Which junior side play their games at Lockburn Park in Mary Hill? <laughs> <laughs> Mary Hill Juniors. <laughs> right, okay, let's go through your wrong answers, cracks. Uh, currently top of the Scottish Premier League, it's Hibs. Uh, he scored 10 goals for Falkirk. But he would know. He was under, I, I double checked this, he's definitely underestimated. I remember Cracks scoring a good few for us. Ten goals for Falkirk, well done, David. Um, <laughs> was Rangers B squad score against Gretna? It was 9 1 at the weekend. Um, Villarreal are the Europa League <laughs> cup holders at the moment. But aside from that, you got rest them right well. A wee bit of help from the drunken Chris Toll. Um, you got seven, mate. Yes! Come on. Oh, no, I won. That was cheerleader you were putting on there. Oh Where's that coming from? What was that? Was that a Celtic Rebels? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what that was. Play again, it was Chris Toll's ringtone. Let's see what this is. It's not doing it. Hurry up. Hurry up. No. I, I, I don't pressed, know what that I is. Right, leave the buttons alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but how did that song come out? Right, cracks, mate. You, you beat yourself, you beat Barry Feastenders. You're up there now with seven, mate. Brilliant, I mean, mate. Well done. Mate, take care, mate. Thanks care, for coming. Thanks for coming. I'll speak to you soon, big man, mate. I'll speak to you soon. See you later. See you later, mate. Bye bye. Audio Frontier. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.